0: Be sure to listen all the way through our podcast because Bill and Cameron will also have a special segment involving superheroes, and will tell you all about an awesome new book. If you like our podcast, be sure to follow us on SoundCloud. Are you ready to have fun? Let's start the Super Sleuth Podcast.
1: Hey, Cameron, are you ready to go?
2: Yep, I'm ready, Bill.
1: Okay, let's talk for a minute about our first episode. And our person that we were featuring, and I'm sure some of you, in fact, I'm hoping most of you figured out, was Abraham Lincoln. And it came from the book called Pocket Bios, and it's published by Roaring Brook Press. So go to the library and find it if you want to find out some more information about Lincoln. Now we're ready to go, are we,
2: Cameron? Well, before we begin, our Mr. Superhero, which I know some of you may have different answers, but our Mr. Superhero was actually Superman. So if you guessed Superman, you are correct. Whoa, that's good,
1: Cameron. And we're going to give him another one today, are we? Yes,
2: another one today. Okay, well, let's work on tips for
1: this week. First tip, number one, Major General Armstead, and I'm going to spell Armstead for you, capital A-R-M-I-S-T-E-A-D, commissioned the making of this American symbol. Major General Armstead commissioned the making of this American symbol.
2: Number two. She learned the trade from her widowed mother who made blankets and uniforms. She learned the trade from her widowed mother who made blankets and uniforms.
1: Number three, women were the only employees in this fabric shop which was very unusual during this time period. Number three, women were the only employees in this fabric shop, which was very unusual during this time period.
2: All right, number four, her first name rhymes with Barry. Her first name rhymes with Barry.
1: Number five. While on a British ship, Francis Scott Key wrote a poem honoring this symbol. While on a British ship, Francis Scott Key wrote a poem honoring this symbol.
2: Number six, it took this seamstress, and I'm going to spell that for you. It is spelled S-E-A-M-S-T-R-E-S-S, her 13-year-old daughter, two nieces, her mother, and an indentured servant, six weeks to make this symbol. So number six, it took this seamstress, her 13-year-old daughter, two nieces, her mother, and an indentured servant, six weeks to make this symbol.
1: Number seven, her last name contains the name of the part of a fish that allows it to breathe. Her last name contains the name of the part of a fish that allows it to breathe, number seven.
2: Number eight, this seamstress lived and made the flag in 844 East Pratt Street in Baltimore, Maryland. This seamstress lived and made the flag in 844 East Pratt Street and Baltimore, Maryland.
1: Number nine, the flag she made flew over Fort McHenry in 1813 when America was at war with the British. Number nine, the flag she made flew over Fort McHenry in 1813 when America was at war with the British.
2: All right, last clue, number 10. The flag contained 15 stripes and 15 stars and is displayed in the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. The flag contained 15 stripes and 15 stars and is displayed in the Smithsonian's National Museum of American History.
1: Ready? Now we're going to have our featured book of the week. Today's book is The Pout-Pout Fish Cleans Up the Ocean. And this book is written by Deborah Dyson. The pout-pout fish loves the ocean, but when he looks around, there's one thing that makes him very sad. A big mess. He asks his friends to join him in helping to solve the problem of the big mess. And after they conduct scientific research, they have a solution. After this revelation, together they talk about new habits. The book concludes with a powerful quote about teamwork and making changes. Problems have solutions, so we learn what we can do. Together, we're the answer. Would you like to join us too? This is a great book for children ages five to eight about waste disposal, recycling, and making good choices. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Okay, and now we're ready for the three vocabulary words. We're going to give you the definitions, and you're gonna try to figure out the word. Here's a clue for you today. Cameron said we have to be really extra nice for you. So this is the clue. It has something to do with the poem that's a part of this whole podcast. So the first definition, Cameron?
2: The first definition is a long strip of cloth bearing a slogan or design hung in a public place or carried in a demonstration or procession. Once again, a long strip of cloth bearing a slogan or design hung in a public place or carried in a demonstration or procession. All right. The second definition is full of danger or risk. Ooh, this is a tough word. All right. It's once again full of danger or risk. And then the last definition is a defensive wall of a castle or a walled city having a broad top with a walk away and typically a stone parapet a defensive wall of a castle or walled city having a broad top with a walk away and typically a stone parapet i want you guys to remember who who are listening we are time traveling so these words they come from a different time so you're going to have to think a little bit outside the box to think about what these what these words are
1: and we deliberately picked them to make them difficult didn't we mm-hmm. Yes. And for this last word, you need to think about that defensive part. Mm -hmm. Something that you might be able to stand behind so something wouldn't hit you. That's right. So these are the three words, right, Cameron? Okay. Now we're ready to go to what shirt do you have on today? I wonder if they can guess.
2: You know it's a superhero, right? Yes, it, it is a superhero. So I got two clues. So clue number one is this superhero... His costume, it is yellow and black. Okay? So he has a he wears a yellow and black costume. And then the second clue is he has claws that he uses in battle. Okay? Ooh, claws. So claws, yeah. Wow. He yeah, there's three claws on each hand. Three claws on uh-huh. each hand. Okay. So he wears a yellow and black suit and he has claws that come out of his body.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I think that concludes our episode number two. We hope that you can figure out who we have been featuring this week and that you will ask your teacher to play it for the whole class.
2: And before we go, a special hint as to who our next Mr. Person will be next time. Our special guest, well, our special mystery person we're going to have next time, he played in a sport. Okay. So think about that clue as you prepare for our next episode. So speaking about sports, the Nationals, Game 6 for the World Series tonight. So we want the Nationals to win, so hopefully they can win tonight and then win Game 7 tomorrow.
0: Thank you, Cameron.